Hey man, how are you? Good man, good, good. This is my first uh, official podcast. Oh, nice, nice. I'm sure you're gonna be uh, right at home, man. Anytime I've <laughs> I've talked I've talked to you in the past, and um, I would say you have no problem striking up a a meaningful martial arts conversation with people. Yeah, yeah, I'm full of crap, man. So it's easy to do. <laughs> oh, how you man. here? Good, good. It's good to see you again. Um, yeah. Been doing lots of this type of stuff, like uh, like many other people in the industry, lots of video and just um, getting a lot of martial arts kind of thing podcasting as well. Right. And it's been good. So uh, been productive. That's good. It seems like everybody's, some people are not doing anything and some people are slammed, you know, you know some people are slammed not doing anything. So there's three, there's three parts of it. It is interesting. I've been, you know, I've been keeping busy recording. I teach college too. Wow. And, um, we had to go all online. So I was doing podcasts, gym videos, yeah. you know, zoom classes for the kids. And then it's, uh, over here we're doing more 18, 12 and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, man. Well, uh, how, uh, you know, how, how have you guys been a, adapting in in your region? Like, do you guys have a plan for starting kids back or anything? Yeah, we've already open. We're already started back. You know, so when all when when everything hit, you know, we just went to the uh, virtual classes and like everybody else, and we rolled that out pr pretty well. Really, considering I, I, I'm surprised how many people took on to it pretty well. And then I guess last week. They said that we could that the gyms could open, so we have we can only have nine kids at a time. So we have the nine we can only have ten people, but one's the instructor plus nine kids, nine students really. And so we we just have you know morning classes. Matter of fact, they're going on right now. We have morning classes, evening classes, and and the the, the bigger schools that have you know over three hundred members, then we have to have like two evening classes. So they're doing like teaching every class three times a day, you know. So. Um, so yeah, man, it's going good, but you know, still, still a little bit slow. Still, we're still doing the Zoom classes and the physical classes, and we're hoping, you know, maybe next week or so. I, I don't know, I haven't heard an official word that we'll go to uh, what they call phase two. And once we do phase two, then we'll be pretty much back to normal. You know, we're, you know, within certain guidelines, but for the most part, back to normal. Yeah, that's you know, great. The hardest one is jujitsu, man, because you can't, you know, you can't really do jujitsu without contact. You know, oh, I know, I know, we're, man. We're doing stuff with the, you know, with the grappling dummies and that kind of stuff, but man, that's just short lived, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. I I put out like some stability ball drills yeah. and stuff. I mean, but still, like, you know, do that in your living room, you'll bump into your coffee table. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How do you how do you get knocked out on, on with your only person in the class? <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, it's gonna be. We're going to have to do like the uh, underground, you know, jujitsu system where it's like, man, come on in at at three o'clock for this the secret class, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. so that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that uh, you know, that's that's good to hear you guys. We're a little bit. Uh, they've allowed us to start adults back in Arkansas, but yeah. um, we're just a little ways out from being where you are on kids. That's like our phase two 
It, uh, okay. You can start okay. having youth activities is what they're calling it. Right, I got you. Indoors. Right, right. Yeah, you know, we, and we kind of, you know, we might have slid under the radar a little bit because we're just kind of going in as, as a gym, right? So they said when gyms open, you know, I, I think I think if we would have called code enforcement, they, they may have told us, no, you know, because they're considered a, a contact sport. But I didn't call. I just opened to take my chances. And because I really do believe, well, number one, we're not making any contact because it's karate. So, I mean, they can do their katas. And, I mean, there's so much they can do without touching each other. So, and, and you know, that's what we're doing. So, it's, work, yeah. it's working out good. Yeah, there's – I've been – man, I, I've really liked the content that everybody's been putting out in, like, shadow yeah. boxing and katas. Yeah. Uh, you, you name it, I've seen people – and, and also people like one of my coaches, he never would have like put videos out. And now yeah. I'm like, Oh man, like coach got this footwork video yeah. over here. This little class he's teaching yeah. and yeah. sidekick video over here. Yeah. yeah That's cool. We, yeah, we did the same thing. We feel we know we got our website has a, um, a student section, which we've never really utilized. Right. But now we, we, the first two weeks that this happened, I brought all my guys in and we just filmed, hours of curriculum from their katas to kramagog gun stuff even some jujitsu things we put in there as well um and so now there's a whole library which is kind of cool it's like you know you can you take your you take so the idea is you take a zoom class and then you know we don't really get into the heart because we, we might have on some of our zoom classes we'll have 200 people in the class so it's kind of hard to teach specific curriculum so we'll just you know we'll teach combinations and stuff like you're talking about and, um, and then they go to the website to actually work on their curriculum, you know, because on the Zoom class, we put all five locations in a one class, you know what I mean? So, which is good and bad, but, but you know, it's, it's also a lot of excitement when people are tuning in. There's like, damn, there's 250 people in class with them, you know, and we're, we got that class back to back to back. So it's like, you know, because everybody's going to one thing instead of spread out through five, you know. So it's been, it's been interesting, but, I, but I'll be glad when it's back. To, to, so, to, I like it the way it was, <laughs> for sure. For sure, for sure, man, uh, likewise. And uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm off from teaching in the summer, and I was looking forward to, and I still am looking forward to doing a lot of stuff, some traveling. Um, it sucks the Super Show's been canceled. Um, oh. man, and that's where I actually, uh, there and then through jujitsu is how right. I know you, right? Uh, and, and you've mentioned jujitsu, but. Man, you, how did you get your start in martial arts? Like, in, like now, uh, I would say you were, in my mind, an industry leader, but you came up on a recent podcast with Alan Shade, and I was like, man, I would like to talk with uh, Mr. Beard. Yeah, 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 of course. Well, thank you. Yeah, so I, I got started, you know, my, my actually, it's a, kind of a cool story. My dad passed away when I was six years old. And so my mom trying to find some kind of, you know, manly activity to put me in down to martial arts school. And, and I was seven. So about a year after he passed, she put me in martial arts at seven years old. And I took from a local guy named Don Owens, who just taught a real traditional Shotokan Japanese system. And did that for like three or four years. Um, and then we moved. And then when we moved, I just tried to find a school. And, you know, my mom didn't know, you know, she didn't know shit from Shinola when it came to martial arts. She was just like, probably open the yellow pages and that'll work, you know? So she puts me in the school and, you know, years on, you know, that didn't take me years, but I didn't know who Bill Wallace was, but that's who, that's who the school was. Right. So I 
started training with 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 Superfoot, which I didn't know him. I just knew him as, as Mr. Bill. But so we we took the class. So I took classes there, and you know, ended up getting my black belt. Um, you know, with him in in the early '90s. But uh, but yeah, so I kind of got started in 1976, and um, man, I've been going. I know, man. I, don't, I, I keep reminding myself that, like, damn, I'm old, man. But but yeah, '76, and uh, got my black belt with uh, with Bill and. Um, and you know, hell, and then you know, he had a school, and of course, he moved away, and he let some other local guys. You got your Don Crenshaw and Steve Stamper, like that. Steve was with where Chad Chilcutt came up, and then um, uh, Patrick Wren was was there. He had so he had a lot of students. Bill had a lot of students here that kind of opened up their own schools and and ran their schools and kind of individually. And um, I kind of fell in with uh, with Don Crenshaw's group. And, um, and then, you know, I guess it was in 96 is when I decided to open my own school. I taught for him for probably four or five years and opened, opened my school in 96. And, and uh, man, it wasn't long after that. We had two schools and three and four. And, you know, now we, got, we have five schools. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's been rocking, really, nonstop. And it's so funny because it, it happened by accident, really, you know, unplanned. <laughs> yeah, man, uh... I'll tell you, I was just with my morning coffee about 6 a.m. I was watching some old, old Bill Wallace seminar on you. It wasn't even a seminar, which I have. I've watched some seminars on YouTube, but it was like a, a secrets of the sidekick. Yeah. You know, he's wearing the American flag gi. Yeah. Uh, but man, it's I've I've got to train with Bill. Uh, my jujitsu instructor is also like. Oh, like an eighth degree under Bill or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, and we've been doing like, I've been, I, with drink, I've been doing an individual podcast on each one of the arts he has a background with. And we're doing, we're doing Superfoot system next. Okay, good. Yeah. I I like Dan. He's a great guy, man. Great guy. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I've, every time I've trained with Bill, it's, it's, it's big takeaway, big influence on me and, and a great guy. I've only met, I've, I've only trained with him at a seminar once, but like the super shows and I've been around him a dozen yeah, times. Of course. Yeah. He's just really unique in taking something relatively simple and making it super efficient. You know, I mean, the way he sets up his techniques is it's, it's, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing overly complicated, and, but, but it's highly efficient. I mean, he's, he's won quite a few kickboxing matches and, yeah, he's he's you know, there's a reason they he's famous for that for that reason you know so yeah he's he's done good. Yeah, wow, that's uh, and I didn't know you had such a long history with uh, Superfoot. That's amazing. Yeah, 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 it's a long time. And you know, we opened the school, and you know, I guess I'm trying to get my my, my years right. Opened it, and you know, and in, in, in the early '90s, you know, I guess it was what '91, '92 is when the UFC kind of came out and uh, started really seeing the jujitsu. And I didn't at the time, I didn't want to jump on that bandwagon a lot of people did looking back I probably should have but but I, I you know I was like man I'm still competing I was competing pretty heavy myself in, in the early 90s I was like man I'm focusing on that and but it just took it took you know um, a few years and I guess you know probably 10 years and you know moving back up a little bit you know end up having a successful school and I really did this um, just learning how to how to sell because you know as a martial artist we know how to punch and kick or choke people out right but nobody really knows how to sell and i was talking to a buddy of mine who was pretty successful and i was like man i wish i was and i wish i was a business expert i wish i was a black belt in money you know a black belt in business right 
And he was like, man, you know, why, why don't you go to school? I was like, man, okay, I don't have time to go to school. I don't even know what school would you go to for being a black belt in business, you know? And he was like, man, just read some books. And he started spitting out all these books, you know, um, Tom Hopkins and Zig Ziglar and, you know, Tony Robbins. And he just started, and well, man, I just started going crazy, man. I literally went and read every one of these books. And it took me a couple of years, but I mean, you know, a bookshelf full of, you know, rich dad, poor dad, just any oh, of these self-help books, right? So I read these books and I started up literally applying these principles in, in, in my business. And next thing you know, and I was like, and I, well, before, even before that, or at the same time as this is going on, I was a police officer. So I was being a cop. I was working nights as a police officer, teaching classes during the day. And I was like, man, dude, this is, I'm, I'm dying here. I mean, I'm, all I do is work. So I'm reading these books in the squad car, everywhere I could. And I finally realized, man, I, I could sell some membership. So I finally learned, I used the techniques, right? So I used the techniques and my school went from, you know, having, you know, 70 to 100 members to having, well, at one time I got up to having 650 members or maybe even more than that at one time, but it got really big. So I quit being the cop, started doing that. And so I get a, I get a call from Century Martial Arts and say, hey, man, you know, what are you doing with all these uniforms you're buying and all this sparring gear you're buying? I'm like, well, what do you mean? What am I doing with it? You know, I, I didn't understand the question. And basically they were like, well, you're buying a lot of stuff. We're just, are you selling it online? I'm like, no, it's for my students. You know, and they go, well, how many students do you have? And I told them, you know, 600, whatever members it was. And they're like, you have that many. Would you mind helping other schools? So, cause you know, in Century's mind, I think, hey man, if everybody bought this much and help our business, I thought that was pretty smart of Century to say, hey, you know, if we could get a bunch of people buying stuff, it helps with. So, and I was like, yeah, so, They'd already started, you know, developing Maya with Frank Silverman. And I know Frank also through the industry. So Frank Silverman's kind of getting this going. There's another guy back in the day named Keith Scott that was involved and Mike Metzger and myself. And we kind of launched this whole Maya thing. And um, and, that's, and and I'm telling this whole story to, to say that's how I ended up meeting Laborio and American Top Team and all these guys because they brought us in to help them with their gyms. And then that's when I just, when I realized I had to have jujitsu. <laughs> so, and I can tell that story in a second too. That's pretty, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and you are now you're a black belt, and I think when we first met, I think that I first met you either at the Super Show or either at a Jack Toffer seminar yep. at Eric Ingram's gym. Right. Um, and I can't remember which one came first, but then right after that seminar, I was in Vegas at the Super right. Show. With- I think I think it was a Jack seminar and then Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, you know, I've been to, I think, six of the Super Shows over the years. Wow. Uh, and right. I was planning on going this year. I've taught the last two summers uh, at college. They taught right. me, in the, and I didn't go. And um, now, and I was planning on going this summer, you know, and it's, uh, it's me a too. Yeah. Well, we're oh, going to have, yeah. have a – they're going to have a pretty big event here in, in Memphis, believe it or not, in October. So Maya's really? coming here. Yeah, it's not going to obviously not be a Super Show, but – Unless that's been changed, but as far as I know, the October um, thing is going to happen. It's a Maya event, so you're more than welcome to come. And 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 I, you know, I don't know how it's going to be, but it don't matter. You come come under me or with me, I should say. And and yeah, come on and, and do it. Great. Be good. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, no, I'd be uh, if those classes. Uh, I can't tell you uh, how beneficial they are. And these guys, like, man, those. Uh, I remember Frank Silverman put out uh, a series of videos on YouTube. I used to watch all the time. That was just like, 
you having these events? Here's some ideas on these events that you should be doing. What about this? This is and just lining out these con it's so inspiring. And I mean, you can't implement it all, no. but it's a dead. I'm dedicated to the process of continually bettering my business as a martial arts school owner. So those are a resource. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's interesting when I, when I first went there, you know, started working with Silverman and, and, and that team, you know, I just didn't believe that, you know, no one believes the numbers, right? Oh, I'm making, I got so many students and I'm making this kind of money and people like, yeah, bullshit, you're not right. And, and, and so, and so I, I sit down with him and, and he was telling me he had like, you know, one of his low case, I don't remember, but I just remember these numbers. He had like 200 members and it's doing 50 grand a month. And I was like, well, I mean, Dave, if you take 50 grand a month and you divide it by, Two, I won't help, let me just do it. 50 grand a month and you, well, I hate the wrong button, but 50 grand a month and divide it by 200. It's like, it's $2,500 a person or something crazy. I was like, well, that makes no sense, dude. I mean, you're not charging. You know, and then that's when he was, he would talk about integrated sales. And I was like, well, what, 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 what is integrated sales? And this is the process of everything you do, whether it's signing up a new member, there's five other ways other than the enrollment process to get money from that member. And I was like, dude, I was not doing that. You know, I was signing him up and there you go. Right. And he's signing him up, get him a new student packet, you know, and looking at a re an upgrade six, three months later down the line and, you know, coming to a special event. I mean, he literally had to mapped out this whole journey on where he could get one person that would spend three, four times the amount of money in his school that I was getting per person. So just things like that, man, that were huge for business. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you know, I don't know if it's like my, my personality type, you know, I, I listen to audiobooks a lot, but when I hear things like that, like John, uh, John Donaher's leg locks, he's like, let me tell you about these 10 ways. All right. And then there's six subsystems and then there's three, you know, like, yeah. but like that five ways and man, just having it all mapped out in a very rational way, which mm -hmm. it, it's easier to implement and I retain it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's a lot of times it's not about who has the information, right? Because I think a lot of people know how to be successful or a lot of people want a leg lock or whatever, but it's who only not only has the information, but has the ability to explain it where everybody can understand it, or at least where in certain, certain personalities that I, I agree with that, you know, I can watch his leg lock seminar like, wow, that makes sense to me. But I can I can watch another world class jujitsu person who's who's a, truly a badass. But I can watch them or they can teach. I'm like, man, I don't really that doesn't make any sense, you know. So it's a lot of times it's just who's who who it is that's explaining it will make it worth worth its weight in gold, really. Yeah. So speaking of people explaining jujitsu, uh, you miss you mentioned Master Laborio. Uh, right. How did you? Uh, and I know, man, like uh, I've trained with him only one time, but I know that you've been associate with him for the whole time I've known you and yes. uh, seen you training with him a lot, posting about it. Caleb uh, yep. had him on his podcast and stuff, uh, yeah. and you know, but how did you get hooked up with, with Laboria? So, um, you know, Maya since well, American top team calls Maya says, look, we want to, you know, want, want you to send one of your consultants down to help our gym, you know, which is what we did. You know, we were, we helped, you know, I mean, a lot of, a lot of gyms, man, Emma, uh, Matt Hughes. I mean, all you just name it. Right. But so I go down to coconut Creek and keep in mind now, you know, I got a, a striking background 
but really no jujitsu. I might have watched a couple of VH tapes or something, you know, or had go kart choke me out, but no, but nothing really formal, right? So I go down there and um, I'm watching, and I get there, and I was a big UFC fan, but I'd taken a little break from watching every weekend or every month, I should say. And but I get down there, I'm like, oh, dude, that's a. The next thing I know, I counted like 41 UFC veterans on the mat training in one class. I was like. Oh my gosh. So, and it just got me fired up and Laborio comes walking out. I didn't know him from Adam. Right. And he's like, man, you want to get out there and, and work out? And I was like, yeah. So I, so I put, I was nervous about it. I was like, Oh God. So I get out there. Well, they were just doing the sparring and, you know, and I, you know, I did, I did all right to be a, you know, a, a redneck. I did okay. Well, then Laborio, he said, Robbie, come down, come into the, into the octagon. You know, it's the first time I'd ever been into the, a cage like that. So I walk into the cage, just them shutting that damn door. I was like, man, you know, freaking me out. But so we get in there and I'm like, Laborios, you know, he is what he is, super nice guy. We start moving around a little bit. Well, next thing you know, he takes me down and submits me, I mean, almost before I can even tap out. So I was like, wow, man, I think that's beginner's luck, right? So we get back up. And the timer was set to a five-minute round. And this guy tapped me out probably seven times, you know, Something outlandish, you know, being a black belt myself, I can't even tap a white belt out seven times, you know. And uh, I'm like, how the hell? And he took from standing to down to tap out. This, And so I was like, okay. Because in my mind, I was like, dude, first of all, these jiu-jitsu guys are going to have to get me to the ground. That's first of all, you know. Second of all, I mean, they're going to – but I didn't realize how easy first of all was going to happen, you know. So I get taken down. And, and anyway, make a long story short, I was like, I've got to learn jiu-jitsu. I mean, I almost went to a panic mode. I was like, I think I've been training my whole life and all somebody's got to do is tackle me down and I'm getting my ass kicked. So I was like, immediately, I said, Laborio, what it? so anyway, it was a, a long journey, but I've been with him ever since that day, literally. Man, that is an interesting thing to think about. I've always trained, I started off doing MMA and we actually, and then I had been trained about 18 months and then we added the Brazilian, the Gi program. Right. Uh, but it was just no gi, kickboxing, uh, MMA is what we were doing with Caleb, like long, like 06. Right. But that's interesting to think about because, you know, you have your ego shattered anytime you do, do your jiu-jitsu, <laughs> just like you, what you talked about. Yeah. I, I never really thought about that too much. I mean, I've heard like Mr. Dream talk about it, uh, yeah. but you, you're like high level in one area. And then the, this other uh, deficiency, and man, that's got to be something similar to yeah. – yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was funny because you watch and a lot of people re respond differently. A lot of people, when this happens, will just not do it because they they're they're they're, they're some awesome kickboxer or some awesome you know other martial art, and they do get mop the floor, get the floor mop with them. So they just will stay away from jujitsu. Like, oh, I'm not going over there because it is going to hurt my ego, and I'm not going to be good at it. And I'll make excuses, and then you know other people. You know, me, for example, like, I got to learn this because, I mean, this is, this is, man, there's no way I can let this happen. And so, but it's been, it's been one of the greatest things. And that's where I spend most of all my time is training is in jujitsu. And, and, you know, I, I like the Laborio because I had the freedom to jump around and train with Roy Dean and Jack, like we're talking about, and just countless other, you know, instructors. He's open-minded. I said, hey, I'll pick this up and he'll say, yeah, I like that. Or he'll, or he'll, he'll, uh, a critique it a little bit to fit my body type or whatever. But Laborio was a fantastic instructor and probably, you know, not probably, but even a better person, really. Fantastic instructor and even better person. 
How how long have you been doing jujitsu now? How many years? Um, I think I got with him. I think it was like oh four, oh five, something like that. You know, so I got my black belt. I see. Um, when did I go? Three or four years ago. Not long. Not long ago. Three years yeah. ago. Four years ago. Something like that. And I still know nothing. You know, I, I'm almost embarrassed to wear. I go so I'm like, hey man, I, I got a black belt, but I know nothing. You know, because I am. You know, I'm an old man, but I still. But I love it. it. Motivates me to. That's what motivates me to get on the mat. You know, it is weird going through all the belts. I've had my bike belt for two years now, yeah. um, but it is weird going through all the belts and then your black belt and you're not only a black belt, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. So yep. in, in the black belt pool and uh, it's just, you start, it's a mind, a mindset shift. I think about things totally different now. Like there's no, yep. Oh, I'm going to get my, my purple i'm gonna to move to brown next and right, that, right, that'll probably right. happen in 18 months right right it, it's yeah. it's it's different man in so many ways but I, I actually like it um it was so it was a weird uh weird feeling to get it and it's been great uh having that pressure gone just thinking about the belts yeah. i don't know yeah but I mean, it's also you didn't have didn't you have another pressure because you know you came up all these years looking at the black belts as oh look at these black and you know and plus they were kicking your butt and you get your black belt, and you're like, I don't, for some reason, think I'm that good as they were. You know, then you realize that, you know, being a black belt now for two or three years, wow, we're way better now than the day you got your black belt. You know, it's like, wow, I'm not even the same category. So that motivates me to go, what, what am I going to look like in three more years? You know what I mean? As I'm sure my age will catch up with me. But, for, but even then, I, you become smarter not to rely on the physical aspects of it as much. So. Yeah, it's been great, man. It's been really it's a great journey and a great it's a great tool for life. You know, I think that people miss that part of it. It's like you can take everything, the struggles of jujitsu, and they help you with the struggles of life, you know. So it's been it's been a great, great ride for sure. So karate, jujitsu, superfoot, what else uh what do you have going on currently? And um, you know, you do you have any uh future plans for your schools or stuff you're working on developing? Yeah, you know, well, I think, you know, right now we, we definitely want to open up some more locations. You know, the, this pandemic that we went through um, really showed the power of, you know, of having, having you know, because, you know, I feel hard. I feel like, man, the, the guys that have one location that are, dude, that's, their, that's it. You know, where I was able to pull from a lot of different instructors. And for example, when we, when we started doing the, the Zoom classes, I would have, one school, one set of instructors for that school, they work one day, and, th and that's what they Zoom, right? Because then the next day, another location. So all my guys only really have to work one day, and that would give them time to do other stuff because they weren't going to do it. So anyway, make a long story short, we definitely want to open up some more locations. That's something we, that we want to do because I think there's, the strength is in the numbers there. Um, but that's, that's probably the biggest business thing that we're doing. Um, you know, we're still still training. You know, I believe that, you know, to have a successful school, it's got it's going to start with a product. You know, it's like having a restaurant, and yeah, you know, I think mean you can open up a restaurant, and I think we can fill it full of people on grand opening night. But how many of those people are going to come back? You know, for that experience every every you know Saturday night on their date night, they go to the same place every Saturday night. Or how many can we get? You know, if everybody's going on date nights, you know, how many date nights will our restaurant get? Right. Well, the food has got to be great. The environment's got to be great. Staff has got to be great. Everything's got to be on, on par or better, right, to, to get them to come back in. And I think that's the same thing with the schools. It's like, that's why, you know, we, 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 we kind of focused on, got our black belt. I got my black belt in Krav Maga a few years ago. 
uh, very tough art to actually get a black belt in, believe it or not. And but we did that because it really kind of showed that, or statistics that showed that from an adult standpoint, adults like the craft, right? They love jujitsu too, but jujitsu is like a almost like the you know a special forces man. You know, it's like a this elite team. You have to have a really the right mindset to do jujitsu. Not everybody has it. So from a commercial standpoint, Krav Maga made sense. So we we, we put that in there. Of course, we got jujitsu and the karate and the and for kids, you know, part of me is like, man. You know, let's teach jujitsu and Krav Maga to the kids. But, man, for some reason, the taekwondo and the karate systems just do really well for children, you know. And um, and trust me, I've tried to tweak it every which way. And you, can, you can do anything. Of course you can do it. But I think ultimately having a system for each group is, has been a good a good thing. It's almost like going to school. You teach school. The curriculum's got to be different from for an 8-year-old than it does a 12-year-old, right? So have different curriculums for different stages. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so man, did I see that you're also, uh, commentating fights for V3? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, That's awesome. uh, it's, it's not really, I actually am the president of V3. And so, Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Awesome. But, but funny, I said, before we announced the, the before we make the announcement that I'm the president of V3, I want to commentate a fight. I was just like, I was like, I got to do this. And, and, uh, and uh, a couple of my buddies were doing it. Um, it's, and um, uh, they were they did a couple fights, and I was like, man, that looks like that'd be fun to just to go in and commentate a fight. And, and part of it is like, you know, because you can know all you want, but to be able to commentate a fight is completely different. You got to be, be almost a step ahead and really be focused. And it's, it's a lot harder than it is. Joe Rogan does a, a damn good job at that because that's not an easy, easy thing to do. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so I went down and, um, Met with the, with all the V3 guys, the president, I mean, the owner of V3 and uh, a couple of the other people that were involved. And, and um, they actually came to Vegas. They came to Vegas and not for the Super Show, but for some uh, something else unrelated. And Jason uh, Lederfein was down there. I met him and took him through the Super Show. And anyway, they just said, look, man, we'd like for you to be the president, uh, you know, of V3. I thought, man, you know. I thought about it for a while. I thought, you know, why not? I think I can bring some some stuff. Nate, we haven't had a lot of uh, time to fire because this epidemic just hit, but we got some pretty good things in the works that's going to really bring, you know, the mid south and blow up our MMA community for sure. So we're we've already started to implement some things, but I think you know in the very near future we're going to be seeing a lot more of the V three on a national stage. So we're pretty excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Did yeah. you watch a, Did you watch the fights the other night? No, no. Wife got my wife wasn't feeling very well, and it's uh, uh, Mother's Day. So I said, "Look, I, we were out to dinner. I didn't. Anyway, I didn't chalk it up to Mother's Day. I lost Mother's Day one, but I I wanted to see him so bad, man." Yeah. Uh, well, see, I think um, in the past uh, a few times, Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, you know, he's from Arkansas. Friend I, of mine, been on the podcast. Yep. And uh, man, he put on a twister clinic in that fight like it was insane he put the guy in the truck and put him uh in a twister i mean the second round the bell went off the guy was in a twister like several times from a twister arm triangle the guy had his hand ready to tap and i was just like man hey that dude's for real man oh yeah that, yeah that and then tony yeah, I ferguson's think he was fighting face a, I, I think he was fighting a buddy of my another buddy of mine roger crawl is one of his guys american top team guy out of, of florida i'm pretty sure I didn't know this until I was on Facebook and I see Roger posting. I'm like, oh, he's 
one of those guys, who's he fighting? I was like, oh, God, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just going to, you know, I got two, I know both of them. So I'm like, oh, I'm just sitting here and let it, let the, let, let it play out. But yeah, no, he's, he's phenomenal, man. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Man, I believe that. I believe that is how I first started like charting V3s because Willie brought one of Bryce's coaches and Bryce and he had some other guys, Wade Johnson and, and pros and Amy's at the time. And they would go fight on V3. Yeah. Oh yeah. V3s always, I thought have, have always done a really good job, you know, as far as the production and the professionalism and, and, you know, cause, you know, obviously there's other fight, you know, um, organizations out there and, and I, and I, of course, as a, as a, fan as a spectator i've been to all of them to, to watch and i've always just thought b3 was like man this is the closest to the big time in this area area that you're going to get to you know so when that when that opportunity came about i was like man i think i can you know i think i may have a little bit to add to that and help them get to that next level so so we i've been been there i guess about nine months or so, so well we started talking about it after last year's super show and then um i think it was like October, I think we we made the official announcement that I was the president of V three. So it's been a it's been an interesting. I had a lot to learn about it. You know, I thought I knew about MMA, but the business side and the matchmaking and all that. I'm like, y'all are teaching me stuff because I don't know. This is all new to me. You know, it, it's something I don't know a lot about, but just what I've dealt with as a coach and cornering a bunch of MMA fights over the years and going to a bunch is uh, the varying differences in the state athletic commissions on yeah. amateur rules program. I mean, just how, just how the athletic commissions handle things in general, Oklahoma right. and Arkansas, vastly different in a lot of, lot of regards. Right. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's, it, and I'm still learning that too, you know, because we have fights and, you know, obviously in Tennessee, but we've been doing some of that at the Tunica casinos. So you're dealing with the Mississippi guys and, uh, it's, it's, yeah, I'm still, trust me, I'm still learning. Luckily, there's people on our team that know how to handle that way better than I do. So I get to, like I said, it's been a big learning process for me, but, but I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed that journey, you know, to, and uh, so it's, it's been good. Nice. Nice. Well, right on, man. Well, uh, I will, uh, I'll keep an eye out for that Maya, uh, conference coming up because man, yep. that is just a short, uh, short distance away and core and I, uh, you know, We've got friends in Memphis, Eric, and them. Um, yep. So uh, we'll have to make it up that way. Yeah, I'll let you know. I don't know the exact day. I'm pretty sure it's in October. I'm at 95% sure it's in October. I just don't know what, you know, what day it is. But, yeah, y'all should come up for that because there'll be, you know, there'll be a lot of martial arts in town. You know, I'm going to probably try to do something fun, maybe some seminars, maybe have Bill. I had Bill Wallace and Laborio, which is really cool. I had both of them on the same day. So you take one from, you know, from, from Superfoot, then one, you know, then some stayed, some didn't, but then you have Laborio, which was cool to have both my, you know, my instructor, I got my black books from teaching them the same day. And of course we all went out to dinner and, you know, it was just, it's just it was just a good, a good time. So thinking about you know, something like that, you know, I, I get, you know, just got to find out where are we going to be by October, you know, as far as this pandemic is concerned, you know, hopefully we'll be out of the woods, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it is a uh, little uncertainty still, and man, it's. Uh, I'm hoping to. Uh, we have only seven active cases in our community, so yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, uh, and I'm hoping to see those numbers just continue to flatten down, and then we can start having kids' classes and stuff. So that'll be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. I'm I'm ready to get back to some normalcy, brother, for real. Likewise, we, we, we need to do some seminars. I just I, I'm jonesing for jujitsu so bad, man. <sighs> 
Yeah. Love you know, it. I did, uh, I will say something I did recently. I never thought I'd do. I'm doing another one on uh, Friday just kind of comes along with the situation is Jack yeah. Toffer. I've done yeah. three, two private lessons with him on zoom since we've been closed down. Uh, just like get me and core together, or, uh, me and one of my guys and just yeah. zoomed it up with him and, uh, worked on real specific stuff, all guard for these first three lessons and stuff I picked up from him. And it was great, man, because he does really? privates. With, yeah, he does privates with Hickson and stuff. Oh, um, oh man, I, I've got so much from him. He, you know, he's one of those I was talking about earlier that has the ability. Not only does he have the knowledge, but he has the ability to explain it. And and he and he and he hits the and he and I, and I love instructors who teach what I call the gray area. Because, you know, oh, arm bar, or triangle choke. You know, everybody wants to teach a technique, you know, that ends with a submission. But I like training with him because he tightens up the process to get to that submission, which was huge for me. It's like, oh, man, all about where your hips are. And, you know, we were in it together. But such a good, you know, that's the type of stuff that you really can't get most people to teach because they're more trying to teach you the cool jujitsu and, and versus man this is some this is things that most instructors don't even talk about unless you're training with them day in and day out so i, I love jack stuff man I, really really good yeah it is it's hard to relate to people that haven't like felt it you know that ha or man that just that those two hickson seminars that were uh you know where he got his red belt and then the that for through the super show those yeah. are t some of the most that is the most profound jujitsu seminar i've ever attended for sure. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, it's unbelievable. Really, really is. It, I mean, it was, it was funny that night, you know, after he got his, his red belt or whatever, well, there's a UFC that Saturday night, right? In, in, in Vegas. And, um, and I met, last minute had made the decision to go. So I go and um, I'm, 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 I get some tickets left for me and will call. Well, the freaking line for this will call is out the, out the door, right? But I'm in the line, in the line. Well, now I'm almost, I've been waiting in line for 40 minutes, it seems like, to, like, God, man, I'm going to miss the damn fight for y'all to hurry up. So we finally get to that. I'm finally sitting up there, and I look back, and there's Hickson standing in the back of the line with just a T-shirt on and some jeans. I'm like, what is he doing in the back of the line? Does anybody know who that is? You know, I'm like, why is he back there? You would, first of all, you would think somebody brought him right in the back door, right? And I'm looking back, I'm like, I'm like, well, I got to do something, you know? So I'm like, I start waving him over here, come here. He said, I, he just nodded and said, no, no. I was like, okay. And I go, okay, okay, but you can come right, come on, you know? No, no. I was like, okay. <laughs> and man, it wasn't probably, I'm standing there about another four minutes. He tapped me on the shoulder. He was okay. I'm cool. I was like, yeah. So he decided, wait a minute, I can wait in this line for 45 minutes where I could just, you know, come up here. So he came up there and anyway, we hung out and it was a, it was a cool moment. Just, I felt like I did something for a legend. You know, I was like, man, you, you taught a great seminar the last couple of days, but at least I can do is skip you to the front of the line. And I, and I don't, I'm not worried about anybody saying anything, you know? So, and everybody was like, wait a minute, is that who we think it is? They couldn't figure it out. It was, it was fun, man. It was fun. Was that, um, I, I believe this is the same year because I was reliving this uh, from the fights this weekend, but I, that weekend, I think, was when Michael Johnson fought Justin Gagey. I don't remember. I really don't remember. It could be a couple years. It was a couple years ago. It wasn't last year. It was two, the year before, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, man, time starts just, I, I get all, I'm like, what's today? How did it get Monday already? You know, so 
man there's well there's something circulating from the super show that i i shared it like people tag me periodically because i'm in the video but it was a greg jackson seminar from the super show 2015 so five five years ago and uh it's like me and two of my students and this good friend of mine nate from inferno and and like uh people people like oh man you guys are in the you guys are right there but uh man it doesn't seem like five years ago is the point Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's unbelievable. Time just flies. It does so, indeed. That's good. But yeah, everything's good, man. Business is good. Schools are good. Training is good. And um, loving life complain. right now. Nice. Yep. Well, man, uh, Robbie, I really appreciate you taking the time to yeah, come on the yeah. podcast. Uh, like I said, I've always kind of uh, been inspired by being around you and love listening to you talk nice. and uh, give give your presentations at the Super Show. So it's it's been great getting to catch up. Well, I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. I have a lot of respect for you, and uh, you're always a great jujitsu practitioner and a great guy. And so I love what you're doing. Love your podcast, and well, uh, let me know. Maybe we can get Laborio. Maybe all three of us can do it or something. Be kind of fun. Oh, that would be super cool. I will. Yeah, definitely. man. All yeah, right, let's cool. do it. Let's let's do it and come to all Memphis right. and let us connect and uh, love to see you. Likewise, thanks, Robbie. All right, brother. You be good. Take it easy, man. Yes, sir. See you soon. See you.